Welcome to Perspectives, a podcast by Essence Learning LLC, and a place where leaders learn from leaders. Let's join today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Perspectives, a podcast by Essence Learning. I am Dr. Jeannie Murphy, and I will be your host today. And I am so excited to have the opportunity to talk to an amazing panel about opportunities for networking, one of my favorite things to do. (laughs) Yes, I know, you can laugh, Trish. (laughs) So we're going to get right into it. And I definitely want to have an opportunity to allow our just awesome and amazing panel to introduce themselves. And I'm going to start with the gentleman of today's panel. It is going to be Mr. Walter Campbell. He is a recruitment strategist. So let's just get into it, Walter. Please say hello and introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about you and your organization. And then we'll have the ladies do the same. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Thank you so much for having me uh, on the panel. Um, my name is Walter Campbell. I am a recruitment and retention strategist for First Arriving, which is a, a public uh, a company that works in the public safety sector, dealing more so with fire uh, fighters, EMS, um, and police departments um, in recruitment, retention, and marketing strategies as well. Um, I'm also a 20-year Air Force veteran. Um, served in the, the Air Force from and spent a lot of my time in the military down in San Antonio and um, ended up my in um, recruitment uh, or as a recruiter in the Air Force down in uh, South New Jersey. So I've been in the recruitment industry uh, since about 2010 um, and currently living now in Maryland. Well, thank you so much for being here today, sharing a little bit about yourself. Thank you for your service. And we are so excited and very thankful to have you here. Glad to my to be left, here. Yes, thank you. I want to turn it over for introductions and hello. We have with us today, Ms. Erica Johnson. Erica, if you can go ahead to say hello to our listeners, please tell our listeners and, and all of our studio audience hello and a little bit about yourself and your organization. Well, hello. I am Erica Johnson. I am a professor at the University of Central Oklahoma. Um, And so I teach um, in the public health field. I teach professionalism and ethics um, in terms of how to secure job placement, maintain um, and um, maintain job placement opportunities in the public health field. I also own a consulting firm, Start here. Um, And that firm, we work with business owners to launch their businesses or launch um, additions to their businesses, such as new product lines um, and things of that nature. Also providing uh, technology solutions for small business owners. So I am happy to be here and excited to speak with you guys today. Well, thank you for being here and welcome. An amazing story. Can't wait to hear more. And we have an amazing panelist with us, Trisha Cantu. I call her Trish. She is an amazing training coordinator. Please, Trish, tell us all about yourself, a little bit about what you do. And please say hello to our listeners and studio audience. Hi, everyone. Thank you very much for having me today. Um, I have been working my previous career for my recruiting and training coordinator that I'm currently uh, in now. Prior to that, I have been working with people with with disabilities, especially uh, working with the deaf and hard of hearing community. 
um, helping with job placement and did that for over 20 years. And now, as I said, I'm in, in recruiting and tra training coordinator. Well, welcome. Again, welcome to all of our panelists. We have an amazing topic. Again, opportunities for networking. So as you have heard, there are many walks of life that our panel is coming from. We have a suite of questions, but only a limited amount of time. So I'm going to get right into it. And the first question that I would like to ask is about business networking. Why is it important to growth? Why is it important for career development and the overall success for someone who's interested in, in moving forward. I'll go ahead and start off with Mr. Walter. If you can go ahead and share with us from your experience what that answer would be. Uh, wow, um, I love the topic or the question. And so I've always uh, been under the impression that networking leads to um, an exchange of ideas, right? And so um, hearing what other people have uh, are doing at their companies um, always has inspired me and I always take a look at um, what I can do and how I can use what they're doing, benchmarking, copying, sampling, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, and a lot of those ideas, a lot of those um, uh, thoughts and key nuggets I grab from um, networking. And so I look at that is putting those tools in my tool bags, which is going to create career growth for me. Um, I never even thought that uh, retention, I knew about recruitment, but I never truly knew about retention until I started networking and, and in the recruitment world. Um, so it, it always opens you up to a lot of um, fresh ideas and um, helps you more tools that you have in your toolbox. Um, I think the, the, the easier it is for you to grow and, and the more well-rounded and developed that you are, which ultimately is going to lead to success. Thank you for sharing. I like the term tools for your toolbox. So mm -hmm. if you don't mind, I may refer back to that example from time to time during today's podcast. Well, I would like the ladies to go ahead and answer that question again, just to repeat, why is business networking important, important for career growth and development? Erica? Um, well, for me, I look at networking as um, connecting. And so um, similar to what Walter said, you can connect with others um, to exchange information, exchange ideas, um, but also to leverage resources. So I look at um, maybe something that you didn't have access to before. Networking provides that connection for you. Um, so it allows you the opportunity or opens up opportunities that you may have missed or you wouldn't necessarily have on your own. Um, I also think that networking can, be, can provide um, encouragement and motivation. So if you are faced with challenges or barriers, uh, maybe you can meet someone that has gone through that before or meet someone that has a solution for the challenge that you're facing. Um, so making those connections, I think, are beneficial to advancing your project or your career. So true. I think the yes. connections are important. I'm sure we can all agree there's a connection out there that has helped us along the way. Sometimes it's not about what you know. It's about who you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, call, I call that the I know somebody, right? You know, yeah. I, know. I know somebody for that. Exactly. Let me get that tool out the toolbox. <laughs> Trisha, go ahead, share with us. Also, the, you know, with that networking opportunity, um, you're also getting to learn what's going on in your in your industry. Um, any new trends that are occurring, maybe that you haven't heard of that maybe a, a colleague has heard of, and you have that opportunity to share those insights with with every you know with the individuals. Opportunity for mentorship. Maybe you found someone who's been in the industry for a long time. They would be a great mentor to you. Maybe you're just now coming into the field. 
So I think uh, making those connections and making those partnerships and establishing those early set relationships are really important because once you establish those early set relationships, that can be a really long-term uh, relationship down the road. Absolutely. I agree. Long-term is the goal. Run the ball. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. So I want to go ahead and lean into the next question. And it is truly about finding opportunities for networking. So we all hear there's a million and one ways to network. There are a million and one ways to find an opportunity. In your experiences, what would you recommend that our listeners and our studio audience consider in regards to finding opportunities for networking. I'm going to go ahead and start off with Trish. You just answered the last <laughs> question, but we want to go ahead and hear from you right now. I think joining groups that are within your industry. Um, there's so many social media platforms, you know, make it easy, easy, you know, comfort of your home, um, being on a Zoom call, but joining those uh, social media um, networking platforms within your industry would be a great, uh, great way to network. Um, and just joining other groups and any going to any kind of networking event because you're going to find someone who could be in your industry and they might tell you about another organization that you hadn't heard of. That's so true. That's so true. How many of us can think about someone would call or text, I'm headed to this opportunity or this meeting. Do you want to join me? Of course, I asked, is food there? No, but I'll still go <laughs> if, the, if the mileage is decent and I won't hit traffic. The mileage. But, yes. <laughs> Erica, go ahead and share with us uh, what you think. Um, so similar to what you said, finding those, those groups with similar interests. Um, but I think maybe outside of your industry as well, you may have um, a mom group or maybe a hobby, a running group or something like that. And you can always network within those groups. Um, because sometimes they have similar, um, they're either in a, a, a similar industry or um, they may be able to connect, again, network, connect, connect yeah. you to someone who is. And so um, really just being social and finding those opportunities um, to exchange information and ideas with other groups. Um, and then you mentioned, mentioned social media as well, um, especially for the millennial generation. Um, finding those event invitations um, that are on social media. So seeking out networking opportunities in your geographic region um, where you can go and make new friends, so to speak. <laughs> I like that. I like that idea. Awesome. Yeah. Mr. Walter, please share with us your response. So I treat every single opportunity, every place I go as a recruitment and networking opportunity, every single place. Right? And, and there are times where my family hates it, right? Because I can be at McDonald's, but I'm, I'm networking or recruiting one or the other. Um, so I, I say every opportunity, um, any place that you're at is an opportunity to network, you know, whether it's uh, your religious sector, if you go to church, if you go to the gym, wherever you are, there's the opportunity to connect and network with somebody. Um, specifically, Facebook groups uh, for me right now have been really, really big. Um, you can type in whatever type of um, environment that you want um, and, and anything will come up. If you're in HR, if you're in tech, if you're in information assurance, it doesn't matter. There are groups dedicated to whatever you're doing um, in the world. Um, LinkedIn is also has been great for me uh, in the networking community. And just recently in my in Frederick, Maryland, uh, there was a group that started a meetup and I didn't know that this was an actual app. So it's, it's, it's an app itself where there are different groups 
already connecting and meeting. Um, some are online, some are in person, uh, but there's there's a specific app called Meetup and it's meeting up for everything. If you want to run, if you have dogs, if you are in HR. Uh, so, so that's a specific app uh, that allows people to come together with like-minded interests. Well, thank you for sharing. I've heard of Meetup. I have definitely used LinkedIn, Facebook. I mean, do you really not have Facebook? Instagram's <laughs> connecting out of Facebook. So there are amazing opportunities. Also, something that our listeners may want to consider in our studio audience, the neighborhood app. Okay, don't laugh. But really and truly, the neighborhood app, you have neighbors in your community and surrounding communities who are very well connected in a lot of industries. And believe it or not, for me, it has worked for generating leads and just really finding people that have very similar interests. So check out that neighborhood app. It may lend some good experiences for you. But I want to ask the next question. So we talked about all of these opportunities to network. Why is it important? It's the tools in your toolbox, finding those support groups or like interest groups. What about the shy people out there? It seems that we're all extroverts on this podcast today. However, we do have some introverts that may not be interested at all in doing the things that we have talked about. So I want to ask, you know, for those who are shy or for those who consider themselves introverts, what would be some recommendations to get out there and to network? Walter, I'm looking at you. So we would love to hear your response to that. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm totally the opposite of shy and introverted. I'm, I'm not that at all. Um, but, you know, being in recruitment, you know, um, as a recruiter, I'm able to read people. Um, and so in, in environments like that where you see shy people, um, I would say some tips, active listening. If you're not one to talk, um, active listening. And what that means is, is show that you're um, involved in, and that you're paying attention. And, and most people that you're talking to can sense when people, when you're connecting, right? It's all about establishing that connection. So I would say um, active listening um, for shy people, le leverage your strengths. Um, people like to talk about themselves. So if you're shy, ask them about themselves and what they do. And then a lot of times people are going to talk for days like how I'm doing right now. Uh, so I would say uh, make sure that, that you you ask those type of questions or you can ask them about themselves. That kind of helps uh, open those doors and then you can respond versus having just to say, well, what do you do? Or tell me about yourself. Um, that's a little tough. You can kind of bounce off of what they've already said and interject or ask questions about what they've said. Good points. Good points. We definitely don't want anyone to feel like they're being interrogated. Right. So we, we never want to go and actually ask a series of questions like it's, you know, this important interview. And if you get a question wrong, that's it. You know, you're now headed to the corner. So thank you for sharing. I would piggyback on your response to also share nonverbals. So I'm nodding as I'm responding. I'm smiling. And we have to remember those best practices in public speaking like folding our arms or doing these scrunchy faces and things of that nature. I do them all. So I hope mm -hmm. that anyone that meets me doesn't take it personal. It could just be the weather. So thank you so much for sharing. But Erica, what would you say for those persons that are shy? I know you mentioned when we first met, I'm an introvert. I'm shy. No, I don't think so. But if you <laughs> want to say that you're shy, that's okay. And what have you done to mm -hmm. overcome that shyness when it comes to um, networking? So I am, but I had to practice the skill. 
So any, just like anything in life, if you want to be good at it, you have to practice it. You first have to set the mindset to achieve that and then practice that as you move forward. And so I have to tell myself, nod your head. In my mind, I'm saying smile, nod your head, all of that, those things, all of those nonverbal clues, because it is uncomfortable for me, especially in large group settings um, where you don't know anyone. I've actually like challenged myself once a month to go to an event like that and to leave with contact information mm -hmm. for someone. Um, it also helps me to like have an elevator speech prepared. So not that I'm like going on script or anything like that, but if I get nervous, then I'm comfortable. I can, you know, relay back to that or fall back on that because I've already developed that. I've practiced that. I'm comfortable with that. And it helps me to not be as nervous. So I don't necessarily like spit out this elevator speech, but it's in my head and it eases my nerves that I have something prepared. But I am working on uh, not being as shy or putting myself out there more. So I appreciate you yeah, saying no, that I'm not an introvert. Because <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> and Trish, we would love to hear your response. You know, you have been in HR and recruitment, small business owners. So you have that experience also working with different populations as well to pull out the energy from people and get to know them. What would you recommend and talk about as a best practice for people who are, are just shy and they just really don't want to network? Um, well, you know, when I'm, conducting an interview and we hire the young demographics and some people, you know, this is their first time job. So coming to an interview is really, really nervous, but you can tell by their demeanor that they are a shy person. They're not, you know, um, assertive in their approach and how they're addressing themselves. So when I realized that that, that individual um, is a little shy before I even start an interview, I sit down and just chat with them like, Hey, how's it going today? And just kind of, putting them in a, at an ease and kind of having a letting them realize this is like an informal conversation. Did you have, have, you know, did you have any problems getting here today? Did you find the location? Okay. And then that way, once I get that going and they're engaged with me, they've relaxed. And now all of a sudden we're having a conversation and really easily I slide into the interview questions. And before you know it, we've gone through it and I've had individuals say at the at the end, like, wow, I'm so glad you did that. That put my um, my nervousness, you know, it I was able to, you know, calm down. I was nervous. And so I really, I really want to, you know, hone into those uh, behaviors to really pick up on that. So that way I know that I can make that individual feel comfortable and feel more relaxed so they can be successful in the interview because that's the whole point that they're there. Absolutely. Good points. The nerves, like are, the nerves are, are what comes into play, you know, a lot of times for those uh, introverts or shy people. And mm -hmm. uh, another good thing is j just remember that you're not the only person that the shy person there. You're not the only shy person there, um, you know, and, and, and in, in those groups, social settings, you're not the only one um, that's shy. So try and take some, some, some solace into that and, and walk in uh, confidently. Absolutely. That's that's a great point. And so it leads me into my next question. Crowds, crowd control. So we often seek out the person in the crowd that's a little shy, a little reserved, a little quiet. But for us as networkers, professional networkers, I think we would like to refer to ourselves <laughs> as today. How do you stand out in a crowd? So Erica, tell us. I know I'm, I'm can only imagine what you're going to share with us. But um, I'm excited to hear. How do you stand out? 
it comes to being in a crowd? So I don't really aim to stand out. I try to let uh, my work speak for itself, right? So I, um, again, I'm, I'm actively telling myself to have those nonverbal cues to make sure I'm listening. Um, and then I just, I feel comfortable because I'm speaking about my work or my project. And so I'm confident in that. I'm proud of it. Um, and I just let that really light the path for me. I like that. I like that. So you don't have to just be out there and just girls put your words out. I'm not telling jokes. I'm not, you know, stand up comedian. No. Hey. Well, so I'm just, hey. You and I naturally are comedians, right? So yes, absolutely. But th but that makes sense. That makes sense. Walter, share with us. How do you stand out in the crowd? Uh, I learned this very on. Don't be in the crowd, right? Separate <laughs> yourself. How do you stand out from a crowd? Is not to be in the crowd. Um, and you know, and that can be difficult for, for some people. Um, but again, it, it's, it's being involved in the moment. It's being there and how you stand out in the crowd, um, is, is your mindset. It's your confidence. It's how you approach the other people that are, that are around you. You know, even if you don't say a word, if there's somebody, um, giving a, a small group talk or let's say, uh, and we're networking. Um, just, you know what? Thank you for your insight. I really appreciated what you had to say. And then just simply moving on. Um, you know, you don't have to be the loudest uh, person in the room, um, but you 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 want to make sure that you're noticed. And so the, the small things that you can do is, is compliments. Um, everyone loves a compliment. Again, you know, within a professional setting compliment. Uh, context, you know, again, really, really appreciated your insight and what you brought to the conversation. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And that's it. You can just go on to the next one. You can use that line, you know, get two or three lines. You can use those over and over and over again as you're networking or in those types of environments. Um, but yeah, the, the, the one thing I learned is don't be in a crowd. Don't be in the don't crowd. Be in, don't be I, I in the crowd. Well, I definitely want to hear Trish's response, but I have to give you a compliment. The, the, Vocal pum. I, I like that. <laughs> I, I, you're, I'm tracking. <laughs> so Trish, we want to hear, you know, we've heard work speaking for itself. We heard just a few moments ago, not necessarily being in a crowd, but, you know, being complimentary in a professional environment and mm -hmm. just two to three sentences and then pum, moving on to the next person. <laughs> so, you know, if you had to stand out in a crowd, um, what, what would you do? I think just being my authentic self, just being mm -hmm. who... Being you, you know, just being who you are. I agree. I agree. I think it's really easy for us to be ourselves. It's really easy to be around people that we know. I think I see a lot of nonverbals here in our studio <laughs> audience today. And I'll tell you just from a personal experience, I like to give the compliment in a professional environment. I like to make small talk. And I try to ask for people's names and where they're from. So for me, if I can remember something personal about you, oh, that you like a certain type of food or your favorite color, maybe the same as mine, then before I leave, I'll always want to say, well, nice meeting you, Walter. Nice meeting you, Trish. Nice meeting you, Erica. Take care. And then something personal that we talked about briefly as a connection. And hopefully yeah. that makes an impression on someone. And that will help in the future when it comes to networking. Well, you have to make a connection to the person. And so it's it's saying, oh, um, can too. OK, she can do. And, you know, I make mental connections. Where are you, from? you know, she can too. She can do. And OK, where are you from? 
And then, so as I'm leaving, like, Tr Trisha, where are you from? Where's home? I said, I'm San sorry, Antonio. San Antonio. Okay. All right. So as I'm leaving, I'll say, all right, Trisha from San Antonio. Like I'm saying, I'm regurgitating back what I've learned. All right, Trisha from San Antonio. Really appreciate you. Thank you so much. And then I'm off to the next. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I'm just so excited. I'll tell you, we have so many more questions that we can ask, but we are almost out of time for today. So I'm going to go around the room and ask just one more question. So if you can give one best practice, one transparent, authentic recommendation for our listeners, for our studio audience, and for anyone that's going to take a part of embracing what we're talking about today, when it comes to net networking and opportunities for networking, what would that one piece of advice be? I'll go ahead and start with Trish. Like, like I said before, be your authentic self, because your confidence comes out when you are your authentic self. And that's what you want people to remember. It's the confidence that you had when they had that short or long-term conversation with you. I like that. Be your authentic self. Thank you so much. Erica? Um, I would say we talked about connections and seeking out those connections. I would say be a connector. Um, and so don't necessarily look for opportunities for yourself. Um, I'm very passionate about ha ha helping others, which is kind of the root of how I started my consulting firm. Um, and so being a connection for someone else can maybe lead to future connections for yourself. So look for ways to help others. I know before we started, Walter mentioned a friend in education. And so now they're setting up something to have that person on the show. Um, and so I think just being a connector is, is a good networking practice as well. That's mm -hmm. so true. I love that connection opportunity. You know, if there's nothing that I can do for you, maybe I can connect you with mm -hmm. someone to help you in your path. Mm -hmm. What would that one piece of advice be from you, Walter? Uh, every engagement is an opportunity, right, for networking. Every single engagement is an opportunity, regardless of where you're at. Um, you're talking to human beings. Again, it's, it's not what you know, it's who you know, um, that, that whole thing. And it it's called networking for a reason, right? And so networking is um, a connection, a line. It, it doesn't have to be straight. Doesn't have to. It's, it's, there's no true set pattern to it. It's just connections of with like six degrees of separation. So it's it's net. You're networking every single opportunity. Network at every single opportunity. If you can, if you understand and embrace that, every opportunity that you're involved in is a networking opportunity. Um, you, you're already on the right path. Awesome. I agree. Well, I want to take this opportunity to charge our listeners, our studio guests today, anyone that is plugged in and tuned in, connect with us, network with us on social media and or LinkedIn. Again, please visit essencelearning.net. Please subscribe to the Perspectives Podcast. We have had an amazing day talking about networking and just what to do the power of networking, and some best practices. We thank you for joining us today. And until next time, take care. Thank you for joining Perspectives, a podcast by Essence Learning LLC. Essence Learning is your solution to personal and professional development. We partner with our clients to develop a learning strategy that will increase productivity, enhance performance, and align with their purpose and goals. For more information visit us online at essencelearning.net or call us at 1-877-657-5755.